I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As soon as she walked in, she was like, darling, she's like, you're so bloody gorgeous. She went, honestly, she was like, but Dr. Nyla can put some fillers in that top. She said, you'd be absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by soap star, Corrie Queen, and arguably the most famous fictional lesbian in Britain. It's Brooke Vincent, everybody! I like that when I get an introduction. I feel like there should be like a real crowd roaring in the background. No. Just you Honestly, in your kitchen. It, it's, it is a bit like of an anti-climax, isn't it, when it it's is. just me? Yeah. I might get like a backing track, like a roaring crowd. Yeah, I think like it's really hype people up. Like them things on Shrek where he holds them, cheer, sad face. <laughs> I think it's needed. I think it's necessary. <laughs> oh, a little look into a fragile ego of an actor there. Thank you so much. Um, mate, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Oh, do you know what, Vic? I'm not going to lie to you. Half of it was because I wanted a bloody catch-up. <laughs> so hard. So hard to catch up with anyone with two bloody kids. So I thought, you know what? Let's have a catch-up and do it. Let's do it. Do it properly. Do you know, I've had... I remember having... Um, Jay Quickenden on not long after he first had his little boy and I be, I remember being like so apologetic like oh my god is Sophie mad at me like I'm really sorry like have I taken you away from the bed and he was like honestly Vic this is an hour that I can actually be away from the crying and be away from all the responsibility <laughs> and have like an excuse he's like thank you I was like oh, okay thank god for that <laughs> no it's fun it's it's um it's a different kind of job different kind of it's not a job it's it's amazing but it is it's harder than a job i'd take a day on the street any day (laughs) full day in the rovers i'll take it longing for those cobbles but you know what right like i know it must be really difficult my sister has a two-year-old maybe and like i go around and see laura some mornings and she's not slept the Baines had her up like every hour on the hour and like Maeve's flinging around like she's having a lovely time bright eyed bushy tailed full of the joys of spring but Laura honestly looks like on death's door so like I I do like I, I can even though I haven't stood in your shoes I do completely understand but Brooke you look amazing you know do I yes do you I? absolutely do my nana is the person that I go to and she will say, oh, you're tired, you've not been sleeping. She'll Honesty. say it, she does not yeah. care. Yeah. Brookie, you look tired, aren't them bags dark? Today? <laughs> Thanks, Joan, really appreciate that. <laughs> um, Fuck you, Joan, man. But yeah, 
they, they're two-year-olds. They don't care. They've got no sympathy. Not at all. Don't so how, how old are your two now? So my eldest is two, mm-hmm. Max. And my baby, Monroe, he is nine months. So... It's chaos. So like two, two under two, like it's like two it's like you two. didn't it like definitely. yourself, Brooke. Do you know what I said? I said this the other day. I think what's really funny now is that we're going through the terrible twos, yeah. and I don't know who named them that, but whoever it is, I bet they've trademarked it and made a hell of a lot of money <laughs> because the amount of people that mention these two like terrible twos, it's um, it's one of them because we're now going through it and. Before we've gone through it, we've now got another baby that's also going to go through it. So it's like it's like a double whammy. Mm-hmm. I almost say it's worse than twins because you don't they're at different stages. Yeah. So they need different needs and it's sometimes like you just said, you can wake up and it can be ten o'clock in the morning and you can feel like you've done laps and laps of a field and you're still no closer to the finish line. Literally. But is it I mean, obviously like I feel for your mate and like I I think from the outside looking in, like I look at you, you make it look so easy. Like you are, you look absolutely gorgeous. Your skin's perfect. Like, but you're still running a business. You still, all this. But what I love about you is you are honest. Like just how you're telling me there, you know, like fucking hell, it is hard sometimes. Like I look at your Instagram and I feel like you're authentic, you're genuine. You talk about the highs, but you also talk about the lows on there. I feel like... I feel like, and you'll get this, I feel like when you have social media and you know certain people that are in the industry or for whatever reason and they have a high following, that you can tell that they talk about the lows, but it's just the low, not mm-hmm. the lows. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fabricated version of what it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with the boys, with my skin, I've always had problems with my skin, with any aspects of what I'm going through, I've got no other reason than to, or not other reason, no other choice than to be solely honest mm-hmm. because I'd, I'm not good at, I'm not good at filters. I'm not good at the face, the face app that makes you skinnier. I'm absolutely <laughs> shocking. Like, I don't know, I don't know anything. And then I was somewhere the other day and I said, I said to one of my mates, my mate went, oh my God, she's got that filter. And I was like, what filter is this? And she was like, there's a filter. I don't have a clue. The what, filter. filter. Yeah, apparently there's a filter. There's like a secret code. I'm like, I'm, part, I'm not, am I too old? Like I know I'm in the 25 and overs, but am I too old for this filter? Oh, that so category on X Factor. It's like, oh mate, <laughs> I was livid when I figured that out. Livid. Um, My sister pointed yeah. out for me, she couldn't wait. <laughs> no, it's horrendous. But literally, like, I just think there's so many people that follow me. And I remember when I had Max and... I just presumed you bounce back. I just presumed. I, that's all I'd seen on Instagram is that girls were back in the jeans, they were back out, they were back doing everything. And I think even to a certain aspect, I thought, well, why wouldn't I? I put on loads of weight, I ate everything. I ate absolutely everything. Oh, so will I. So will but I. Like, <laughs> and then I didn't fit back in my jeans. And things that I thought that I'd look nice in, I just didn't. And it really, really, really upset me. And I remember my partner sitting me down and he was like, baby just give birth and I'm like but that's not an excuse anymore giving birth is not an excuse to not look good having a baby is no excuse to not look good and being pregnant is no excuse because you see it so much on social media where people are immaculate they're immaculate 
it's just don't know how they do it me me neither honestly like even on a day-to-day like I've just got the dog Brooke and like I look at these lasses on Instagram and they've got like a baby on the way and a little child already and they seem to be running empires and here there and everywhere and they look fucking impossibly glamorous and I just think you know what actually am I in my when I'm like feeling shiny and good about myself I think oh my god you queen but you know when I'm feeling a bit crap I think fuck you I honestly sometimes do think for you and I think it's so nice that you do like you kind of show the other side of that to a certain extent Brooke and I'm not saying you don't like you've got it all figured out but I remember seeing this one post of yours and like for me it it was it resonated so much because I knew my sister was going through something similar like you said you were you'd not long given birth and you were you know and you were going out with Kian and it was like I've tried on about seven outfits and I hated myself in all of them. And I am now on the sofa, back in my pyjamas. And it's the only place I felt comfortable. And like, I remember reposting it. I remember like almost crying. And actually, when I reposted it, people thought it was me. I was like, no, I haven't had a baby. (laughs) We both just got brown hair. For fuck's sake, read the caption. (laughs) But yeah, I remember being like so proud of you because I thought like, it's so nice that normal women finally... Like, because we all put so much pressure on ourselves, but the pressure women who are in the media have put on themselves is, like, even bigger. And it's so nice to have, like, an alternative to, and I love Kay Middleton, but fuck me, like, standing there two hours after giving birth with that perfectly coiffured hair and, like, impossibly slim frame, like, it's so nice to have some reality for all those young mothers, all those new mothers, all those people who've just given birth who would have been struggling. One of the things, um, you're talking about the post when I first had Max, but one of the things that I remember really thinking at that time was that my partner was really supportive. He completely understood. And because obviously he, he is in, um, in the industry itself, he knows how fabricated things are. Whereas there's people that have not got that knowledge and there's people that don't actually know that people, that the girls in the magazines don't look like the girls in the magazines. So to a certain extent, it can be so dangerous for young people away from the spotlight that are looking at these girls whose partners are looking at these girls who are bouncing back and actually they're thinking, well, why are you not bouncing back? Why why are you still in your big knickers? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, I think it's a real, it's a really hard line, fine line, especially with social media because people want to show you the lows, but like you said, they don't want to show you too much. Yeah. People will say... I've just come over depression, but they won't tell you when they're depressed. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's a real, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. But I remember with um, my, my baby now, Monroe, when he was probably about two months old, I did the same thing. We put on, I put on clothes, didn't fit in him. Did the whole cycle again. Managed to get out, but I'd washed my hair the night before, prepared myself mentally. He was then, he had reflux, he was sick in my hair. Like, I just, did, I felt horrendous. I looked, I just didn't feel myself. And there was this part that was stood outside, like on the, just on a whim. It could have been, I could have been anybody. And it was just, just on an off chance. I remember he took my picture and I remember I was gutted. I was mm. absolutely gutted. And, um, it, 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 I don't think people understand, but when you're sitting having your food, that's all you're thinking about. What what people are going to say, how shit you look. You know you look shit. I don't need you to tell me I look shit, Sandra. Fucking hell, I know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just give me a break. I just want to eat my bloody dim sum quietly <laughs> on my own in the dark. Pick the darkest restaurant in Manchester and got bloody packed outside. I was livid. <laughs> no, 
honest to God. And I know it must have felt like that, Brooke. And like, you know, I bet you I've seen those pictures. And I bet you I thought you looked absolutely gorgeous. But it's how you feel, isn't it? Yeah, you can flip it. And it's not even about, listen, it's not even about pregnancy. Just that's one of the obvious things that changes your body. But, you know, you see yourself um, on, on Instagram and it is Instagram. You see girls and these amazing bodies and then... 10 minutes later, they look nothing like that because it's a different angle. It's a tag photo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The the absolute pressure women just put on themselves is horrendous. So I just think, you know what? I really, I I had spots. I had spots for a really, really long time. And I thought instead of like trying to cover up and making them look worse, I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to own it. I'm just going to be the spotty one. Like I'll just deal with that. (laughs) Helen Flanagan was the beautiful one and I was the spotty one. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to be the spotty one. I'll deal with it. And that's it. And here I am, (laughs) finally getting to 30 nearly with no spots. And I thought, one day it will come out and I'll be be all right. Here I am. Made it to 30. But, you know, it doesn't matter what it is that your hang-up is, babe. It doesn't matter if it's your weight, if it's your skin, if it's your height. Like, whatever. Little boobs, big boobs. There is always going to be something that we wish was different about ourselves um, and I think by sort of owning it by coming out and you know like being really honest and being really authentic you give other people the permission to do the same like that's how yeah. I always feel like you yeah. you tell like you know you you give other people the confidence to shine too so I think the stance you've took on Instagram I just want to commend you for because you know no, these perfect lives, these perfect bodies, these perfect things that these so-called perfect women portray, they're not doing anyone any good. They're not even doing themselves any good. Like, imagine how much pressure they must feel under. I was literally saying, and just before I forget, like, your social media is like that. I love that. I love that there's always, like... And I always think as well, how do you edit them to make sure you can write that much and it makes sense? Because the characters, (laughs) I go on a rant and it says I have to delete characters and I think, I can't. Can't be asked. Can't be asked. I've got to delete it, and then I just end up with a caption like "I love art." I think can't be asked. <laughs> but I, um... I've got the patience of a saint when it comes to Instagram. But, like with her, no, can it's nothing. important though. It's important because you, again, you have a lot of girls, young girls, following you. But like you say, I, I seen a girl the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, she looks nothing like oh how she looks on Instagram." And none of us look like we look on our Instagram. I mean, if I got lost, don't ever put out a picture of my Instagram because no one would find me looking for that picture. <laughs> but like, they do just nothing. And I think that must be really hard when you meet someone to be like, actually, you you don't look like you, you, you're supposed to. You don't look like that. <laughs> it's do you know what just, I mean? Instagram's like such a dangerous place. And I think if it's used like social media in general, if it's used to like, you know, build a business, yeah. build a community, yeah. encourage yeah. like self-love or whatever. Like, all the, the positive. Yeah, if it's used for that, then amazing. But God, yeah. I think more often than not, it's often used to perpetuate unrealistic beauty, like beauty culture. Um, and slowly but surely, there's a lot of influencers, there's a lot of people like yourself, there's a lot of people like me, who are coming around to the idea, you know, like it's better to be more authentic, to show the real. And I always think I get more, I get like better reaction when I show something 100%. genuine anyway. I literally said, I don't know how old you are. I'm, you're older than me. I'm, oh, 34, mate. I'm fucking miles you. older got than you. you. Got a, got a, <laughs> I mean, when I was in primary school, you was in high school. Just a bit of a difference. But, you know, I'm here to empower you. 
<laughs> no, um, he's no but, <laughs> but the reason um the reason why I'm saying it is because we and I say this all the time we are the generation that are the guinea pigs oh 100% you know, for social media Facebook yeah Facebook especially I look back at posts said I said when I was 18 17 16 and I cringe like, <laughs> oh my god how was I ever so entitled with my little self who the hell do I think I am and I'm just like oh my god and I think it's really really hard because now we've done a 360 I think we gave everything at the start like oh social media oh what literally what you're doing now sat in the car sat in the bath watching this watching that whereas now it's almost cooler to be private it's almost Mm. cooler to be incognito MIA what's she doing where is she you know and I think it as well for people like I mean a a, a valid person in my head right now is Maya Jama Mm -hmm. half the bloody block like the it girl of now and I followed her for a really, really long time before it was it come out that she was with Stormzy, before she she kind of blew up in her own right as well. Um, and I followed her and she was so raw and authentic and she was just so cool and I loved it. She was so like she was like the equivalent of like a cheap a cheeky chappy. Uh-huh. Um and now you just see it reined in and pulled in and I think it's really, really hard sometimes to kind of give off your actual natural self without being worried about mm. what's going to get written about you do you know what I mean it's, it's a real real fine line but like you say like people come around to the idea that actually perfect isn't perfect no and, and it's it not desirable matter. either like fuck me it's just so much pressure no and I have never seen a person look happy eating a salad never never seen it so oh, I like a salad if it's got loads oh, of cheese in God. no only if mean? it's got loads of cheese in no, oh. I've seen you eat a burger smiling more, so... Yeah. No, 110%. <laughs> Only time I'll eat a salad is if it's, like, full of, like, dressing and, like, croutons and cheese and everything. But don't worry about me, mate. <laughs> um, um, no, it's, it's important to get the message across, definitely. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing... Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You've got two boys now, right? And I'm not saying social media doesn't affect, like, young lads the same way it does girls. And I'm not saying you're stopping it, like, you two boys. But do you worry about them growing up and getting into that world? Or do you feel like you'd probably worry more if they were girls? I think as a parent, you worry. Regardless. Both. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Because I think... Oh, God. I think when we were younger, 
if someone was pretty, if someone had a talent or whatever, you only knew about them if they was in your class or they went to your dance class. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. You, nowadays, you know, I say it about my little sister, she can click on the internet and see Kylie Jenner, who had billions and billions and billions of pounds at the age of whatever she was, 17, 16. Yeah. You know, you see people constantly changing themselves and, you know, lads, lads very much, I think some lads it's kind of like the more money they look to have the mm. more empowered they are and the more know, successful think, it's completely yeah, intrinsically linked in their eyes yeah whereas I think with our boys well they won't be going on social media for something else but like, <laughs> it's, it's just horrible it's horrible I was did that give you a bit of anxiety yeah it's it? gonna feel sick why have you just done this but I'm I was so saying the other day to my PT we were talking and I was saying like my mum let me go to Ayanapa my kids aren't going off the drive they're not going to Ayanapa Abitha no why would you want to do that you've got all the fun you can have in the garden we'll build a bar put some music on fine I'll get you a pool don't you Abitha we can have ocean right here Mate, I had no idea you are going to be this type of mother. So I've oh. I've dated boys in the past who, um, and I'm not mentioning any names. It's history, blah blah. But who who I was never going to be good enough for their mothers. You know, like they were their little boys. No, see, I don't think I'll be like. That. I was gonna. You start to sound a little no, bit like no. you're going to be that mother. Do you know what? No. Do you know what? Because you know what as well. My mum was the same with me. You have them mums that you know if like they're in a nativity play, they will yeah. solely only watch their child that's it <laughs> I'd be that my mom. my mum would watch everybody else and tell me how fabulous everybody else was and go yeah you was good bro but bloody hell she was good wasn't she and I'm like <laughs> mom, hello I was Rizzo <laughs> like, yeah but Sandy was fabulous yes mum. but like you know I I'm not I know what it's like to be a girl to to want to be accepted by you know yeah. you want you you want your partner's family to love you and love yeah. you and like you and I don't think I would I feel I feel like I will or I hope that I'll never get blindsided by the facts that they're How much you, they're you, not yeah, yeah you, they're not you, perfect yeah. and they can do things wrong do you know what I mean I think it's really important that I think as a parent myself and I know Kian will be exactly the same where. You kind of say to the boys, this is acceptable behaviour to a girl and this isn't. Yeah. You know, so he'd have his version and I'd be like, right, (laughs) this is sit down. (laughs) Are you quite, so how does it work, like the family dynamics? Like, are you? I'm strict. Oh, so he's good cop and you're bad. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Well, it was, obviously we had lockdown, we had Max and it was lockdown. So everything, he wanted Kian all the time. He was like a proper little daddy's boy. Mm. And then when Kian went back to football, it was just me and Max. Mm. And he was proper becoming mummy's boy. Did you love it? I I loved it. I really did love it. (laughs) And then it slowly started creeping in. He kept like asking for him more and more in the day. And I was thinking, "Mm." anyway, I was obviously pregnant and I was having a cesarean I, I ended up having an emergency cesarean with Max so they told me it was advised to have a planned cesarean with Monroe so I you've had two in. cesareans have you yeah last yeah. can I just ask is that awful I tell you what was awful is cool. that the second time I I went into labor before I was before <sighs> I was due in so contractions and shit yeah oh yeah. you and I remember being lay in bed and thinking I was booked in that afternoon and it was like 2am that morning, I remember thinking, 
have I got cramp? Like, what is this? And then it just comes back to you. And I remember saying to Kian, I was like, babe, I think I'm going to labour. <laughs> and he went, no, babe, it'll just be one big kick. Go back to sleep. I thought, no, we're up, we're out. <laughs> Round my mum. I literally woke him up. I was like, come on, we're going. Um, but yeah, that was... Caesarean for me was harder the second time round because I had another baby to look after. Of course, so you couldn't and just this take is what that I was time to say. recover, yeah. Yeah, it, that's what I was going to say. The night before I went into labour, I put Max to bed and I cried because I looked at him and I thought, you know, it's not just me and you anymore, mate. Like, there's going to be a new baby, everything. God, I'm feeling up thinking about it, but like... Bless you, babe. I'm sorry. You can't, like... No, don't be But I'm saying, like, you can't... Prepare them, prepare you, prepare your family for what is about to happen. And literally, I knew that the day after, I wouldn't be able to lift him. Um, I wouldn't be able to do all the things that I do with him for a, quite a long time. Um, whereas, like, now, obviously, mum was a little bit older and they both go to nursery now. So I have days where um, they both go to nursery three times a week, but then... I'll have Max on a day on his own, Monroe on a day on his own, and then they're both together on a day. Um, just so that we can do things. Like, today is Max's day today, and he knows it's Max's day on a Tuesday, and we do swimming, we do big boy stuff. <laughs> climbing and, like, the bike and park. And yeah. Obviously, I think subconsciously, I feel guilty that I've not been able to do all them things without having Monroe with me and me just saying, one minute, mate, let me just yeah. sort the baby out, you know? It is a subconscious thing, but I, um, in terms of cesarean, like, is what it is, mate. Oh, I feel like you're just such a warrior. You know what, though? No, because you know what? People get really, really caught up on having cesareans. Like, they had to feel like they had to feel like they had to push or they felt like a failure. Like, I did labor for a very, very long time with Max and it, it just wasn't progressing. Now, to me, there was an option of my baby staying in there and potentially it become a worrying situation or not. And never did I feel like, oh my God, I need to push, I need to push. Never. I don't put the pressure on myself. The same with breastfeeding. People get so caught up about, you know, I really want to breastfeed. It really needs, it's really good for the child. Like your child being fed is what's best for your child. So whichever way it is, whichever way it happens. And then there's a meme that says breastfed or formula fed and, Cut to three years later when you're picking up McDonald's chips off the floor, you know. It's the same, isn't it? <laughs> no, but like you're so right. And I've got some, I've got, I'm obviously at the age, as you so fucking kindly pointed out, for 34. All my mates are like having kids and settling down and like they've completely, there's two different camps, you know. There's some that have like gave birth naturally, some that have had cesareans through choice, through, you know, emergency, whatever, some who've breastfed and some who haven't. And like the, what I love about like our group is they're so supportive of each other and there's completely no judgment. And I just wish that was more mirrored with like women everywhere. Like the only thing I think is best for a baby is a healthy, happy fucking mother. Like, I don't think, (laughs) you know, I don't think it matters. Like, as long as you're sleeping, as long as they're sleeping, as long as they're fed, like, as long as you're making it work. Like, why we put so much unnecessary pressure and judgment on others is completely beyond me. Like, it's traumatic, it's hard, just do what works. So, (laughs) it's honestly such a minefield, though. Like, I really worry, like, 
for me, I, all I've got is my law. That, that, he's my, I'm his primary caregiver. That's my only source of reference when people talk to me about their children. But do you know the amount of people who come at me trying to give me advice about my law, unsolicited, like on Instagram, like, you shouldn't be doing that, take that off him, make sure he doesn't do that. Are you, they will, I, they, I remember my one, my, my one friend said to me, there's going to be a lot of people that give you advice, but remember you're the mother to your baby nobody yeah. else is your mother your baby's mum yeah and that's the thing like i don't take i try not to take people's opinions on and you know what normally I, and i can be blatantly honest like i don't really get hate of what the boys are doing or me or whatever like i feel like i'm really boring compared to some people <laughs> out there i really am but like i remember one woman messaged me and it was a series of messages like just like not nasty, but like digs. And I thought, I remember Ooh, what a big passive really, aggressive really, as well. Yeah, mm. was really pissed off and I messaged her. She put something like, uh, I, I said that I was tired, like she went, tired after two kids, you, try, you want to try having five or something. And, <laughs> I can't remember, and I thought, I can't remember what she said and I literally lay in bed. And Kian was, he was like, oh my God. But I was like, no, she's getting it. I've had a real bad day. She's even getting it. Don't message me from your house telling me shit because you can't do it. And I literally wrote back and I just said to her, I went, do you know what? I really hope you teach your five children to have a bit more respect for people that don't know about a situation yeah. and don't know a person. And um, went back and forth. But I won. I won it. Good last. Drop, drop the mic. There we go. See in a bit. Bye, I feel- Carol. <laughs> I feel like you're like me and Kian is like, Erkan, like Erkan like consents when someone's upset me on Instagram. We'll be sitting watching Netflix and my whole body language just changes, Brooke. Like I go from being super relaxed and chill, just scrolling to like stiff as a board and me base sets, me jaw goes, everything. And he's like, what's happened? I'm like, nothing. And he's like, no, no." he's like, something's happened. He's like, just leave it, Vic. And I'm like, no. No, no, I can't. I can't. Not, yes, not, the audacity, the audacity of bloody Carol and Ken. No, no, no. She's not called Carol and she's not from Kent, but she had five kids. Which she is. Um, she is a real dickhead, though. She's a, she's a fictional dickhead. So, do you know what? If you think, if you've got the balls to message me, your opinion, I've got the balls to message you back mine. So, yeah. there you go. Oh, that's it. And you know, anyway. we're never going to win with these people. We should take Kian and Erkan's advice. We should just no. put the phone down. But you know, I hate being the bigger person. Nobody wants to be the big person. It's shit. It's shit. I don't like it. I'd rather say my piece, walk off, and then be the bigger person. Yeah, but luckily, luckily for me and you, we're both very tiny, so we're allowed <laughs> to be. We're allowed to be petty every so often. I love. Being better than the thing in the world. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Brooke, I've absolutely loved talking to you in part one. I'm dying to get my teeth into your acting life, Corey, and everything in part two. Will you come back? Oh, is it a question? <laughs> yeah, will you? Yeah, yeah, come back. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.